Hello, welcome back to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read through the whole Bible every year, following the weekly Torah portions, and including the rest of Scripture as well. My name is Johanna, and I'm your reader today. Today is Thursday, the 9th of February, and on the Hebrew calendar, it is the 18th day of the month, Shvat. This week, our parasha, or portion from the Torah, is called Yitro, which in English is Jethro. And today we will start with Exodus 19, verses 7 through 19. As we do in every episode, let's first take a moment to bless God and to thank Him for giving us His precious word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. So Moshe came and called for the elders of the people and set before them all these words which the Lord commanded him. All the people answered together and said, All that the Lord has spoken, we will do. Moshe reported the words of the people to the Lord. And the Lord said to Moshe, Behold, I come to you in a thick cloud, that the people may hear when I speak with you, and may also believe you forever. Moshe told the words of the people to the Lord. Then the Lord said to Moshe, Go to the people and sanctify them today and tomorrow, and let them wash their garments and be ready for the third day. For on the third day the Lord will come down in the sight of all the people on Mount Sinai. You shall set bounds to the people all around, saying, Be careful that you do not go up on the mountain or touch its border. Whoever touches the mountain shall be surely put to death. No hand shall touch him, but he shall surely be stoned or shot through. Whether it is an animal or man, he shall not live. When the shofar sounds long, they shall come up to the mountain. Moshe went down from the mountain to the people and sanctified the people, and they washed their clothes. And he said to the people, Be ready by the third day. Do not have sexual relations with a woman. And it came to pass on the third day, when it was morning, that there were thunders and lightnings, and a thick cloud on the mountain, and the sound of an exceedingly loud shofar, and all the people who were in the camp trembled. Moshe led the people out of the camp to meet God, and they stood at the lower part of the mountain. And all of Mount Sinai smoked, because the Lord descended on it in fire, and its smoke ascended like the smoke of a furnace. And the whole mountain trembled greatly. And when the sound of the shofar grew louder and louder, Moshe spoke, and God answered him by a voice. That was Shemot, or Exodus 19, Verses 7 through 19. Our next portion today is from the prophets, and it is 2 Kings 
which is Melachim Bet in Hebrew, chapter 5. Now Naaman, captain of the army of the king of Syria, was a great man with his master, and honorable, because by him the Lord had given victory to Syria. He was also a mighty man of valor, but he had Tzarat. The Syrians had gone out in bands and had brought away captive out of Eretz Israel, a little maiden, and she waited on Naaman's wife. Then she said to her mistress, I wish that my lord were with the prophet who is in Samaria. Then he would heal him of his tzarat. So Naaman went in and told his lord, saying, The maiden who is from Eretz Israel said this. The king of Syria said, Go now, and I will send a letter to the king of Israel. So he departed and took with him ten talents of silver and six thousand pieces of gold and ten changes of clothing. He brought the letter to the king of Israel, saying, Now when this letter has come to you, behold, I have sent Naaman my servant to you, that you may heal him of his tzarat. When the king of Israel had read the letter, he tore his clothes and said, Am I God to kill and to make alive, that this man sends to me to heal a man of his tzarat? But please, consider and see how he seeks a quarrel against me. It was so, when Elisha, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his clothes, that he sent to the king, saying, Why have you torn your clothes? Let him come now to me, and he shall know that there is a prophet in Israel. So Naaman came with his horses and with his chariots and stood at the door of the house of Elisha. Elisha sent a messenger to him, saying, Go and wash in the Yarden seven times, and your flesh shall come again to you, and you shall be clean. But Naaman was angry and went away and said, Behold, I thought he will surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God and wave his hand over the place and heal the Tzarat. Are not Abana and Parpar, the rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel? Could I not wash in them and be clean? So he turned and went away in rage. His servants came near and spoke to him and said, My father, if the prophet had asked you to do some great thing, would you not have done it? How much rather then, when he says to you, Wash and be clean? So he went down and dipped himself seven times in the Yarden, according to the saying of the man of God. And his flesh was restored like the flesh of a little child, and he was clean. He returned to the man of God, he and all his company, and came and stood before him. And he said, See now, I know that there is no God in all the earth but in Israel. Now please accept a gift from your servant. But he said, As the Lord lives before whom I stand, I will receive none. And he urged him to take it, but he refused. Then Naaman said, 
If not, then please let two mules' burden of earth be given to your servant, for your servant will from now on offer neither burnt offering nor sacrifice to other gods, but to the Lord. In this thing may the Lord pardon your servant, when my master goes into the house of Limon to worship there, and he leans on my hand, and I bow myself in the house of Limon. When I bow myself in the house of Limon, may the Lord pardon your servant in this thing. He said to him, Go in peace. So he departed from him a little way. But Gehazi, the servant of Elisha, the man of God, said, Behold, my master has spared this Naaman the Syrian in not receiving at his hands that which he brought. As the Lord lives, I will run after him and take something from him. So Gehazi followed after Naaman. And when Naaman saw one running after him, he came down from his chariot to meet him and said, Is all well? And he said, All is well. My master has sent me, saying, Behold, even now two young men of the sons of the prophets have come to me from the hill country of Ephraim. Please give them a talent of silver and two changes of clothing. And Naaman said, Be pleased to take two talents. He urged him and bound two talents of silver in two bags with two changes of clothing and lay them on two of his servants, and they carried them before him. When he came to the hill, he took them from their hand and stored them in the house. Then he let the men go, and they departed. But he went in and stood before his master. And Elisha said to him, Where did you come from, Gehazi? And he said, Your servant went nowhere. Then he said to him, Did not my heart go with you when the man turned from his chariot to meet you? Is it a time to receive money, to receive garments, and olive groves, and vineyards, and sheep, and cattle, and male servants, and female servants? Therefore the Tzarat of Naaman will cling to you and to your offspring forever." So he went out from his presence with Tzarat, as white as snow. That was Second Kings chapter 5. Today's portion from the writings is Psalm 126 and Psalm 127. A Song of Ascents When the Lord brought back those who returned to Zion, we were like those who dream. Then our mouth was filled with laughter, and our tongue with singing. Then they said among the nations, The Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us, and we are glad. Restore our fortunes again, Lord, like the streams in the Negev. Those who sow in tears will reap in joy. He who goes out weeping, carrying seed for sowing, will certainly come again with joy, carrying his sheaves. A Song of Ascents by Shlomo Unless the Lord builds the house, they who build it labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchman guards it in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early 
and to stay up late, eating the bread of toil, for he gives sleep to his loved ones. Behold, children are a heritage of the Lord. The fruit of the womb is his reward. As arrows in the hand of a mighty man, so are the children of youth. Happy is the man who has his quiver full of them. They will not be disappointed when they speak with their enemies in the gate. That was Psalm or Tehillim 126 and 127. Our final portion for today is from the Apostles, and today it is John, that is Yohanan, 7, verses 25 through 53. Therefore, some of them of Jerusalem said, Is this not he whom they seek to kill? And behold, he speaks openly, and they say nothing to him. Can it be that the rulers indeed know that this is truly the Mashiach? However, we know where this man comes from, but when the Mashiach comes, no one will know where he comes from. Yeshua therefore cried out in the temple, teaching and saying, You both know me and know where I am from. I have not come of myself, but he who sent me is true, whom you do not know. I know him, because I am from him, and he sent me. Therefore they sought to take him, but no one laid a hand on him, because his hour had not yet come. But of the multitude many believed in him, and they said, When the Mashiach comes, he will not do more signs than those which this man has done, will he? The Pharisees heard the multitudes murmuring these things concerning him. And the chief Kohanim and the Pharisees sent officers to arrest him. Then Yeshua said, I will be with you a little while longer. Then I go to him who sent me. You will seek me and will not find me. You cannot come where I am. The Judeans therefore said among themselves, Where will this man go that we will not find him? Will he go to the diaspora among the Greeks? And teach the Greeks? What is this word that he said? You will seek me and will not find me, and where I am you cannot come. Now on the last and greatest day of the feast, Yeshua stood and cried out, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, from within him will flow rivers of living water. But he said this about the Ruach, which those believing in him were to receive. For the Ruach HaKodesh was not yet given, because Yeshua was not yet glorified. Therefore many of the multitude, when they heard these words, said, This is truly the prophet. Others said, This is the Mashiach. But some said, What does the Mashiach come out of Galilee? Has not the scripture said that the Mashiach comes of the offspring of David and from Bethlehem, the village where David was? So a division arose in the multitude because of him. Now some of them would have arrested him, but no one laid hands on him. The officers therefore came to the chief Kohanim and Pharisees, and they said to, him, to them, Why did you not bring him? 
the officers answered, No man ever spoke like this man. The Pharisees therefore answered them, You are not also led astray, are you? Have any of the rulers believed in him, or of the Pharisees? But this multitude that does not know Torah is cursed. Nicodemus, the one who came to him by night, being one of them, said to them, Does our Torah judge a man unless it first hears from him personally and knows what he does? They answered him, Are you also from Galilee? Search and see that no prophet has risen out of Galilee. And everyone went to his own house. That was John or Yohanan chapter 7, verses 25 through 53. And it concludes the readings for today. However, if you are reading through the New Testament twice this year's cycle, you will read 1 Timothy 3 today also. Well, that's it for today. I hope you have a blessed and victorious day and that you are encouraged by the words of God. I am Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Israel. Until next time. Thank you.